Hey everybody, welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. This is episode 144. Hey, Matt's here with B Pimp. B Pimp, how's it going with you? It's going great. You know who's number 44 in the NBA that shocked me? I can think of 144, but go ahead. Well, I want to hear your 44. Rebounding machine, Michael Cage. Oh, yes, Michael Cage. That's a good 44. I think you might agree, even though Michael Cage is a Sonics legend, that this is a more legendary player. Jerry West, the logo. He wore 44 his whole career. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought he was like a 20s or something. Like, you know. Yeah, I always... Well, this is a weird thing to confuse. Was Jerry West a jerk? I confused him with Rick Barry, and I know Rick Barry was a jerk. Jerry West, I don't think, was a jerk. And I think that was at the center of the controversy about that Magic Johnson show on on HBO. Did you hear about that? I didn't watch that, no. That was a great show. Well... Uh, let me say, we, we watched the beginning and abandoned it. It, was, it started very good. <laughs> oh, that good, huh? It started very good, and then it kind of got a little too far up its own backside. But uh-huh. they portrayed Jerry West as a volatile drunk, and he oh. was not happy about it and <laughs> sued to try to get the show stopped after it had already premiered, and it didn't work. That sounds like something a bottle drunk would do. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were hitting a little too close to home for a jar yeah. bear. Huh. Uh, okay. Well, that's good to know. I, uh, speaking of shows that I just started and might abandon, although I liked it, we watched the first episode of Dahmer. Oh, okay. On Netflix. I Interesting. recommend the first episode. It was, it was strong. Who plays Jeff? You know, I'm on a first name basis with him. I don't know the guy's name. But okay. the people I did recognize in the show were Niecy Nash. Oh, yeah. Who plays his neighbor. And his dad is played by Richard Jenkins. Oh, love Richard Jenkins. Yeah. So strong stuff there. Uh, but yeah, um, to the show. By the way, this is a new segment on Whiskey Session shows I started and probably will abandon soon. <laughs> Look forward you know, to it. <laughs> we're big one seasoners of shows. Like we watched Westworld the first season, didn't watch it again. We watched Stranger Things the first season, didn't watch it again. Mm-hmm. We we do that a lot. I think I think that's a wise move. I kind of want to revisit those two shows though. Yeah. I, I, you know, one thing I do that drives Lisa nuts is I like to, uh, I did this with succession. I'm up to the last episode that was released and I have not watched it. <laughs> she's like, why didn't you finish that season? I was like, I don't know. I just didn't. Huh. And I will at some point, but I don't know when it will be. Nice. Um, all right. We, uh, I think maybe this segues nicely, maybe not really, but for our listeners, a couple episodes ago, we did a our top five hot takes, which we got some really good ones out there. This one, we're doing something similar, but a little bit different in that we're going to be talking about our top five most embarrassing opinions. So a hot take doesn't necessarily have to be embarrassing. Right. Uh, but... These will try to make them actually embarrassing. I think what was tough about putting these together, uh, and my wife Maggie pointed this out, is that I am not very, I'm, I'm not embarrassed easily, though I should be embarrassed easily. But I'm not <laughs> embarrassed easily. 
I don't agree with that, but I think it is funny that you know, that you're that even just knowing that is kind of a good thing, though. Yeah, so it's like self awareness. Yeah, she came up with a bunch on these lists for me. <laughs> well, I don't. Know. You so, outsourced it. <laughs> some of my list might be opinions I have that Maggie is embarrassed by. Yes, yeah. that's like the AKA. We'll put that in parentheses. <laughs> and I gotta say, we're we are like rolling along in 2022. I can't believe it's about to be October. I know October's my favorite month. I know. Next episode, we're gonna have to talk about our. We're gonna have to do our NBA podcast already. We're gonna have to find a good jam to intro the basketball-related jam to intro and outro the show with. Oh yeah, that's a yearly tradition, unlike any other. Mm-hmm. I'm like barely ready to think about basketball, but uh, it is just about to be October, and I know it was uh, Oktoberfest over at Pollyanna, and you had a, a whiskey that you got. Yeah. So we've, I'm, I'm a big Pollyanna. I'm probably too big of a fan of this local brewery, Pollyanna Brewing, that started in um, Lamont, but there's a location in Roselle, which is very near to our house. Lamont um, is home of Lithuanians who white flighted out of Chicago. Yes, that is also, that's on the water tower. Yep. Um, but yeah, they, they have, <laughs> they have in Lamont this weekend, um, as of the recording, not the upcoming weekend, but the, they have like their huge Oktoberfest, which they rent. This, it's this place called the Quarries or the Forge at the Quarries or something. So it's like a huge outdoor area where they just fill it with people and it's Oktoberfest beer. They have their own called Fruhoff that's delicious. And they do competitions like the person who can hold a one liter stein full of beer in front of them the longest gets a gift card. Like they go on the stage. Yeah, just hold it as long as you can. And the person who's last standing gets a gift card. So they, it's like kind of a cool thing. But they have um, uh, their first ever whiskey that they made. They're crossing over into making whiskeys. And it's called Inception, accurately enough. Um, it's a bourbon. And I got one of the first batch. Wow. So I got it. I got it already in my possession. We're going to be up reviewing it in an upcoming episode. It came with this cool kit with a new Pollyanna whiskey glass that I may have to use to taste some whiskeys on this podcast. Um, new glass. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. I, I'm, I'm in need of some new glassware too. I, I love my glass, but I should uh, mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I think I might switch off, but it also came with some bitters and orange and stuff to make uh, old fashioned with, with their first batch of this inception bourbon. So, nice. you know, for the podcast, I got to try it straight, but I'll probably mix it up and have some old fashions there with that first oh, Pollyanna batch. That would be great. And the whole Oktoberfest sounds great there too. Do you think going back to the competition of holding out a, a one liter stein of beer do you think it's hard because of the arm strength component or it's hard because you have a whole liter of beer in front of you and you can't drink it i think it's probably equal parts both i bet a lot of yeah. people that drop out it's like no i just want to drink it like i don't care i'm like done that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. they're just they yeah they're, that's really the stamina that you need it's less less about you know like you said arm strength it's more about restraint <laughs> yeah it's uh Speaking of beers, though, that I actually can restrain myself from, I have the old last beer in the fridge. And I Modelo! Somebody brought it for a party. Um, 
And the taste of it brings me back a little bit because I haven't had a Modelo in probably a really long time. It's not good. Mm, it's not. It's not my favorite. I like a good. They have like tall boy cans, which are good uh, out on the golf course, or you Ooh, know, it would be a go- good golf course beer. Like, yeah, if you're a little hot. It's. I could see it for that. Yeah, the I think beer, it's not great. Yeah, I, and I also I, you have the bottle with the, like the foil top, and I've had those before and not had a great experience either. So maybe there's something about the delivery method also. It could be because it kind of. Maybe this is something to do with the delivery method, but it almost tastes like partially skunked. Yeah. Maybe that's what the taste is. I like, I'm unsure. That's never a good sign. No. <laughs> unsure if this is beer that's good or skunked. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Speaking of whiskeys that are, are not local, you got a local whiskey. I have one that is attempting to not be local, I should say. I know at the top of the year we had talked about trying more Japanese whiskeys. Now, this one is not really a Japanese whiskey, but it's uh, Dewar's best attempt at it. So I've got mm. Dewar's blended Scotch whiskey, Japanese smooth. Uh, and I think it's going to start a trend of me getting a few Japanese whiskeys. Uh, so it's Mizunara Oak Cask Finish. Product of Scotland still. But um yeah aged eight years 40 percent alcohol by volume so i want to know what the scottish think a japanese smooth whiskey would be is that a real japanese uh character on the front do you think or is that just a approximation of what they think it looks like <laughs> i don't think they're that bad i'm I'm hoping it's a real one okay i would is that would some scottish person would be like does this look japanese to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey, who knows the best? Who could do the best approximation of a Japanese letter? I mean, I you get to paint one, the bottle. I took one year of Japanese in college. Remember basically nothing about it. But this looks like it could be a Japanese character to me. All right. I take that as now you are now my expert on Japanese characters because I'm an American. And that's how well, I make my decisions. The Japanese um, way of writing is kind of complicated because they have almost like three alphabets they have their basic alphabet they have another one that's called this is bad uh that's similar to their basic alphabet but it's one they use like more in advertising and then the third thing that they have a lot of in japanese are chinese characters oh okay so you have to know a certain amount of those too so it's pretty tricky to read wow yeah that's interesting yeah okay so I've got this uh, on the rocks in my normal whiskey drinking glass. Pretty light. Oh, yeah, that's and a light one. What's interesting is we had talked about earlier how the closest approximation for a lot of Japanese whiskeys out of the types of whiskeys that we're used to is scotch. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see how that is. Yeah, was, that's why. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, that's why I tend to, um, I'm not, as we've talked about before, like the hugest Scotch fan. So I tend to go in a little bit hesitant with some of the Japanese whiskeys too, but I've had, I've, I've enjoyed more of them than just straight up traditional Scotch. I feel like. Yeah. I'm actually with you on this. I almost made it, made it one of my embarrassing opinions was that I don't like Scotch, but I guess I'm not that embarrassed. I don't know. Maybe I should be. No, I'm not embarrassed at all about it. I agree with you. 
I think we're on the same boat with that. We're on the same Japanese boat. Yep. Hunting for whales. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to sabotage that. And other people are trying to hunt for whales. <laughs> uh, the smell is kind of a normal scotch smell. Like it has a hint of sweetness to it, but it's pretty light overall. And it's definitely a light color. Uh, so I'll give it a sip. Gotta love it. The first sip of a new whiskey. You know, Ooh. I gotta say, I had a little concern going in because it was actually relatively cheap. This bottle was only $24. Uh, but the first taste, I, I don't know if it's Japanese smooth, but it is smooth. I think Dewar's is gener- generally like a pretty respectable brand too. So I'm surprised like if that's like a fancy one that it's 24, that's a good price. I know. It makes me wonder if they kind of messed up on the pricing a little bit because it was also next to a bunch of Japanese whiskeys that were considerably more expensive. So I didn't like, I don't know if I'm really going to go on a Japanese whiskey kick because all the bottles in the liquor store were like north of $45 or much higher. Uh, but yeah, first of this, not bad. Letting it linger, letting it sit for a little bit. It's got a slight little bit of mouth numbing that I don't mind. Mm. It was supposed to be $42, but they flip-flopped the, uh, the price. Or actually, I should say this. It was twenty four ninety nine. So maybe if I flip it, it was supposed to be sixty six forty two. Yes. That's the new amount of cents that's going to become yeah. like the standard for things. It's like, oh, would you pay three forty two for that? <laughs> exactly. I uh, I was going through a bag and I found a bunch of British money and I didn't know this except for somebody on my team mentioned this. Like they're going to replace all of the British money now that the Queen has died. Yeah. They have a certain amount of time to spend it. So I actually have some coins with the Queen's head on it, and they're not going to work anymore. What are you going to do? But maybe they'll be worth. I don't know. No, they're probably. Oh, okay. Um, Collectors. Yeah. I don't know. They were just in a random bag. I must have gone. I was in London like three years ago, three and a half years ago. So I must have had them left over from that. All right. I'm going with the third sip. I haven't quite made up my mind on this yet. Yeah, I can tell. Sometimes you, I mean, you're pretty good with your poker face, but sometimes I can tell like if there's a strong negative, but there's been no tells with this. Yeah, I gotta say, it's like, I wasn't expecting too much, which I think helps, but it's smooth, definitely drinkable. I don't get pulled in any particular direction, but I enjoy it. So I'm going to put Dewar's blended scotch whiskey, Japanese smooth on the smooth train. All right. And you, and so. Check it out. And it's a good value. If this was like $40, $50, I would probably be a little more critical. But at $24, it's not bad. Do you see yourself drinking this like on the rocks or do you see it as a mixer type? Or what? like, how do you envision you might drink it in the future? I probably will not drink it on the rocks. Yeah, it has to be my standard for just drinking something on the rocks by choice, not for this podcast, is pretty high. Okay. So I would be more likely to mix it with something, but I would have no reservations about doing that. Okay, that's good. And it could, if I wanted something on the rocks and this is what I had, I wouldn't be mad about it. There you go. That qualifies as a Japanese smooth train whiskey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of those like Japanese bullet trains that goes 200 miles an hour. 
Yeah, the whiskey has to be quick to get on. It does. Um, all right. We got to get into our top five embarrassing opinions. Was there an opinion that you had, Brian, that you were just like, this, this is why I want to do this episode, and I know that this is an embarrassing opinion, and I'm going to come up with the rest of my list after that. It was kind of like that, but more, it was less of that and more of like, I, I, <laughs> I generally think that I dig my heels in on certain issues that are probably not worth the effort. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> so I tend to, I tend to think about things that way. It's like, why do I care about this? Or like, why, why is it something that I decide to fight on over and over again instead of just being like, whatever, who cares? So I think these are all of mine are in that like in that vein basically okay all right well let's get into it these are our top five embarrassing opinions more than four less than six it's the top five Pam, what is your number five all cell phones should be hard set to mute the only way a phone should be able to make any noise is through headphones Ooh. i, I, I don't want to hear any phones ever <laughs> my phone is like whenever they say like make sure you turn your phone on silent like my phone's been on silent for like 10 years yeah so is mine i can't remember the last time i heard a noise come out of my phone <laughs> yeah i like this this is a good one i just i i'm embarrassed by it because i feel like it is some kind of i think it's probably weird that i can't that I'm so strongly like set against this, but I just I, I, like, it just, I don't understand. I, I guess I will say sometimes I forget, like I have an alarm set on the weekend, maybe later than usual and it'll go off and I won't catch it in time. But like, that's not really what I'm thinking. I'm thinking where people have like a, a chime for a text message or whatever. And it just goes off constantly. It's like, yeah. what? You, if you're sitting there like talking to somebody, you know you're about to get another message. Why do you need it to make a noise? Put your phone on silent. Yep. Phone makers should not give us an option. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think you should be embarrassed by this opinion. Although I get, I get why your strictness for it could could lead to embarrassment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good one though. All right, my number five, and this is a recent, very recent one. It's not that significant, but. It's true, and I'm a little bit embarrassed by it because I generally don't like high-fructose corn syrup products. Uh-oh. But high-fructose corn syrup-based maple syrup is better than real maple syrup. <laughs> I got real maple syrup probably for the first time, and I put out my pancakes, and I was like, wow, this is way too sweet and gross. Okay. I can't do it. I hated it. And it's more expensive, too. Way more expensive. So... That's enough of that. I'm going back to my high fructose corn syrup based maple syrup. Wait, so that would be like Aunt Jemima or like, like massive, like commonly huge named ones that you can get at the store, basically? Yeah. This is I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, Krusty's. I never really knew how to say that brand. Okay. But I love this. I, I, and I also. That kind of maple syrup just tastes better than like good, expensive stuff. This is a perfect one to encapsulate the feeling of this list also, because it's like, I can picture it. You're at a restaurant. They're like, we've got real maple syrup. Like, especially if you're in Canada or something like, no, I don't want that. I want something in a plastic (laughs) bottle, please. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's my own taste palette. I can't, I hate things that are too sweet. Like there's some limit I have on my taste palette. And once the sweetness crosses over that, like I hate it with a passion and real maple syrup 
crosses that threshold. All right. That's fair. All right. What's your number four? My number four is Tommy Boy is the best film of the 1990s. Man, I'm not with you on this one. I, I don't even like Tommy Boy compared to the Black Sheep comparison. Oh, Tommy Boy's the best. But I will hear no arguments. There's no other movie that came out in the 90s that even compares. It's just Tommy Boy is up on its own perch. Yeah. And then you can argue about the rest. I think actually the only reason I like Black Sheep better is because it's based on Washington. Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. Better than Black Sheep. There's also um, the second tier is let off by Billy Madison and then everything else is with that too. So yeah, what that's is a it? bonus embarrassing opinion. I love Billy Madison. Yeah, I haven't seen great. it in a long time, but I remember there would be some people's opinions that they thought Happy Gilmore was better. I'm like, get out of your mind if you think Happy Gilmore is better than <laughs> Billy Madison. I have my own my own attachments to Happy Gilmore as a golf fanatic, but I definitely agree that it's not anywhere near as good. Uh, I think Tommy Boy. I think Tommy Boy and Billy Madison. It's because I watched them so incessantly as a nine and ten year old that I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And it just never like, leaves me in a way. I I think that's like a really good reason because I have didn't make my list, but like as an honorable mention, I I had that with. Uh, movie demolition man oh i love that movie. demolition man is like one of the best movies of all time and i think i think it is probably haven't seen a movie more often the demolition man it's just always been on i'm always like oh, okay i'll watch this uh yeah i watched it on your recommendation not too long ago and i was like this is the greatest movie ever and it's totally prescient too like it correctly predicts many things about the future yes like, taco bell's domination is one of them uh-huh the three shells we don't use toilet paper anymore. We just use the shelves. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Okay. We are, what are we at? My number four. Uh, this one is legitimately pretty embarrassing. The phrase first album is good, and I listened to it. Wait, remember, okay. Do you remember the band The Fray? I think I do. It's like a piano rock band. Yes. Okay. I think that's why I liked it, is because it's you don't have a lot of piano forward rock bands. No, I would say Ben Folds maybe features yeah. piano highly, so that's a popular. But yeah, and I'll say there's some things about the fray where like their lyrics are nonsense and all their songs sound the same. But for one album, the first one, it totally worked. Is it like called the fray? You know, I think it is. Okay. I'd have to double check though. Uh, I will I listen. Remember. I just like had it on a burn CD, so I don't really know what any of the songs or what the album is called. But okay, I do remember whatever their big single was, and I remember being pleasantly, you know, like never being like, "Oh, I hate this." Yeah. So I feel like I probably wouldn't hate it, to be honest with you. No, it's uh, totally enjoyable. Although I heard the fray, like the the lead singer piano player, fired his own brother as the drummer they got wow. the drummer and then they were successful so there's some uh, damn yeah that's it's cold-blooded yeah uh all right what's your number three okay my number three what embarrassing thing do i have next okay i think you'll be absolutely on board with this um movies with a runtime longer than 60 minutes should be given an automatic x rating to cost them money and advertising revenue for the audacity of being a long movie <laughs> 
over 60 minutes <laughs> yes every movie is over 60 minutes and they should all be under they should all, most movies should be about 45 minutes and then like some really long epic should be 60 wow uh i don't know if i'm on board with this one <laughs> i think it's great i think it's a i think if this catches hold we'd have a much more happy society i mean movies should certainly be shorter but my threshold's always been around 90 to 100 that's probably more fair 60, if you're saying 60 you know we'll get in and out of the theater quickly we'll be able to watch a couple movies a night yeah we go you go get like a two or three movie smorgasbord instead of just one that you may or may not like yeah i get tired of like you know maggie will put the kids down about i don't know 8 15 or something like that and we know we're gonna get real tired by 10 at the latest yeah but it like really limits our movie options i don't want to watch a movie across two nights yeah i agree i'm with you if it means we can watch two movies then let's do it and i think it would force like more effective filmmaking instead of just like yeah i'm gonna do a bunch of long landscape shots and musical montages and whatever no we don't have time for that let's go yeah. i think there are other filmmakers out there that have this problem but i think the two worst filmmakers that i can think of in different genres for just being horribly inefficient are peter jackson yeah uh i mean i like the lord of the rings trilogy but you could have cut a lot from that and the fact that he turned the hobbit into a trilogy is Whew. so ridiculous and his version of king kong was like interminably long and in the comedy space, Judd Apatow. Yes. Comedy should not be over two hours long. That's like effing ridiculous. And all of his are over two hours long. Yeah, he needs an editor. Yeah. Or six if he has one. He needs six. six. Yeah, good stuff. Um, okay, that is a really good one. My number three, this, this is one Maggie came up with. I wasn't thinking this, but she said this has got to be on the list. I don't need to close the windows or turn off the lights if I'm walking naked around in my house after a shower. It's up to other people to look away. <laughs> I agree with this. I do the same thing. Why should I have to close the windows? It's my house. <laughs> <laughs> we heard a quote from somebody about, I don't know who was talking about it, but they were like, if you don't know who the naked neighbor is in your neighborhood, it's you. And I was like, it's probably me. <laughs> Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, no, I, I don't have to do anything different here. No, you're just trying to use the air to dry you, which is what nature intended. Exactly. I know Maggie thinks I should be embarrassed by this, but frankly, I'm not. Yeah. Maggie, I am almost always in agreement with Maggie, but I feel like this is one time that I disagree. <laughs> um, all right. What is your, what are we at? Number three? My number two. Oh, number two already. All right. Yeah. My number two is not, I, I struggled with this. I think it qualifies as embarrassing. And you're probably going to laugh at me when you hear it, mm -hmm. but I do strongly believe this black Sabbath is the best band of all time. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not on board with that one. <laughs> I think it's true though. I wonder how many people feel like black Sabbath is the best band of all time. There's definitely more than just me, but it's probably not a huge contingent. Even the, most of the metalheads even probably would pick like Iron Maiden or, you know, I just very specifically as my metal taste aligns with Black Sabbath. What is it about Black Sabbath that's like 
the sweet spot for you? Their really strong thing that sets them apart is their rhythm section. So their drummer and bassist are just universally agreed upon as like the best. You, you listen to Black Sabbath songs with good headphones and you'll just hear crazy guitar riffs, but you'll always hear the bassist doing even crazier shit underneath it. So it's just like a constant source of joy if you listen to Black Sabbath. And that's my favorite thing. I love a good in metal. Section. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think you should be embarrassed by that then. I don't have enough knowledge, especially in the metal realm, to be able to say either way. But maybe I'll check it out then. Yeah. All right. My number two is, I don't think we need to save the bees. Life is better with fewer of them. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's funny. Like, we were going to have a battle on this. <laughs> I know the bees are dying, but I'm kind of like, kind of nice not to get stung by bees. Am I right, guys? Come on. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I just think from, like, you know, I'm a person who... When I went vegan, I decided to not eat honey to help mm-hmm. the bees. So I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. But I understand, like, from a nuisance perspective, I agree with you. It is even me, even me as a bee-loving hippie, I'm out there like, yeah, this bee is really aggressive today. Like, why is it? <laughs> why won't it leave me alone? <laughs> I, yeah. And, like, Elena's been stung by bees twice now. And I will say my panic when she was stung for the first time by a bee was like really high because I didn't know if she was allergic. Yeah. And no, I get like it. Yeah. Waiting and watching her. Um, and she was totally fine. The second time actually she did swell a little bit like where the sting was. Um, so she might be kind of like I am where you have like somewhat of a stronger reaction, but not, nothing like threatening. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, and I understand that I should be embarrassed by this opinion because we obviously do need bees. Yeah. But right. part of me is also like, huh. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> something else will pollinate them. I don't know. Yeah, something else will fill in the gap. You would hate our hummingbirds. We, our yard in the back, Lisa has, Lisa's picked out a bunch of uh, native plants to our area that like attract bees. So our yard is like bee central. Ooh, okay. Uh, we have a few plants that are super bee central too. Yeah. Uh, all right. What is your number one? My number one most embarrassing opinion, because I know how like, this is almost like sociopathic, probably a little bit this opinion, but okay. uh, driving privileges should be based on a continuous evaluation of skill. Less skilled drivers should be forced to take longer and more dangerous routes. Better drivers should get more freedom and access to quicker routes. Ooh, how would they set something like this up? There would just be, you know, all the roads that exist now, mm-hmm. they're always changing and, and refining and doing things. So like over time, if this system was implemented, they would, they would be like, okay, we're building a new highway system or we're, we're updating the highway system or whatever or they're building new roads in certain areas that get populated. They're going to have like direct routes that have high congestion. Those will become shut off to people who are continually terrible drivers. And they'll have to go find like other ways to get where they need to go. I don't know what you feel about like the Midwest, but when I'm behind somebody with an Oregon license plate, I'm like, Oh God, here we go. And that's happened again. Yeah, where the person, the light was green and they didn't go. And I, I, it takes a lot for me to honk at somebody, but I'm just like, look up, pal. Yeah. 
Oh, I honked so for, I did a very aggressive honking today at somebody leaving Dunkin' Donuts because they were sitting, it's a very high, it's a hard intersection to turn on even right because the traffic's so busy on the street. And they were sitting there on their phone. They had just gotten their coffee and went five feet to like leave the parking lot and already stopped and were looking at their phone and weren't turning right with an opening. So I laid on the horn and I was like, I don't care. I got shit to do. Get out of my way. <laughs> I'm for it. I, I don't know. Like a semi hot take on that one should be outside of the mapping. Like your phone should stop working when you're driving. I don't know how they yes! do it, but they need to. Oh, it would be easy. You just put something in every car that's like a force field for phones. Easy. Yeah. Phone force field. <laughs> easy. Build it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. That's a really good one. I, uh, I, I am basically. I'm embarrassed because I know that it's insane, but I do think it's true and good and should happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. My number one, I actually do find a little embarrassing because people have made fun of me for it, like, especially in an office environment, especially if I'm the one making it. But I'll just say it weak, but coffee is better than strong coffee. I, I like that this is your number one. It's my number one because I drink a shit ton of coffee and I drink it in volume. And for that reason, I actually make it a little bit weak because that you don't want to be flying. Yeah. I don't want to be flying or I mean, I don't know if I have coffee that's too strong, like that really F's with my stomach. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's a mess. Yeah. Why does coffee have to be so strong? It's weird. It is weird that people put, it's almost like a value judgment. Like, wow, you failed as a human. You made this coffee too weak. It's like, they can't accept that that would be a possible thing you wanted. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like on the same threshold where like you should want a steak super rare. Right. Like, why would I want it super rare? Or if you mix certain types of like alcohol, it's a, it's yeah. a, a sin against mankind. Like, oh, that's too nice. You can't mix that. Why? Well, fuck you. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I bought it. But no, I want my coffee weak and I want a lot of it. Right. There you go. I, I'm on board with it. I personally drink a large cold brew black every day. So I'm probably on the opposite end of the spectrum. But <laughs> yeah, about that. I wouldn't do that. Or like I would even maybe water it down, which is actually what I've done sometimes too when I've gotten coffee from uh, like a coffee shop or something that, that is too strong. Like what happened is like I was always working from home. So I was always making coffee. And I was making it weak. And then when I started going into the office a couple of times a week, I realized like, oh, coffee shop coffee is way stronger than what I'm making. And I'm like, mm -hmm. having to go to the bathroom is too strong. So <laughs> I like sometimes have to water it down. Yeah. But it's, I mean, that is one thing where I've been put on the defensive where people have seen me put like scoops of coffee into the office coffee making like, that's it. Like, yeah, that's all that's going on. Sorry, pal. It's going to be weak. Oh my God. These people need to check their impulse control. Like, well, I would never dream of uh, accusing someone of their coffee habits. Like, come on. Outrageous. My old boss did it. Ugh. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, all right. Do you have any honorable mention for him? I do have. I do have one, actually. It's that um, baseball players should be allowed to take steroids or whatever the hell they want. <laughs> Shit, I agree with this. I didn't used to agree with this, but I totally agree with this now. 
I should they let them do if they're making a business decision if they decide that they could they'll take whatever drug that they think will help them they may become the greatest player of all time or they may never get another contract that's a risk that they're taking so let them take it yeah i'm for that it feels like not that dangerous for baseball players well like i wouldn't into each other no and i also wouldn't want i, I i'm not advocating that, that anybody should be forced to do anything but if I don't think like they're policing it to have some kind of purity of the game, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Just if, it, if it's not going to kill them, like, and it's not long-term health dangerous, whatever, do whatever you want. I don't know if any steroids qualify for that, but yeah, I, I agree with you totally on that. Um, I have a few, some of them are a little bit more hot takey and some of them are embarrassing, uh, but I'll just run through them and you can decide which are what. But football should be played without helmets. Hot take. Uh, Megan Trainer's No was a jam when it came out. Don't know the song, so I can't comment. <laughs> yeah, uh, it never really took off. So, Seven is not a good movie. Oh, terrible. One of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, embarrassing, I think, embarrassing. <laughs> I think the acting is so stilted in it. The line delivery is weird, and then you get to the end. I don't know. Yeah, okay. you're right. And also the whole movie is in a rainstorm, but it doesn't matter. It's great. <laughs> uh, mochi is disgusting. Agreed. Uh, they should just combine Spanish and Italian to basically the same language. Wow. Strong. This is, okay, here's two that I no longer agree with, but I did at one point. Traveling to another country where English is the first language is a waste. Okay. And... I no longer agree with that because I actually spent some time in London, as I mentioned earlier, and I really liked it. Okay. And then I went to Melbourne, Australia, and I really liked that too. So I don't agree with that anymore. And then the other one was you should double space after periods. I oh, I'm glad you stopped doing this. Thank you. About yeah, you only need one. Why, why was there ever two? I don't know. Because they did that with typewriters. But now when I see other people do that, I'm like, dude, stop doing that. Yeah, you're like, come on, we get yeah. it. You, you went to journalism school. Just put one period in one space. Yeah. Uh, okay, other ones I have. Sloth are, sloths are not cute animals. Pretty much all babies are ugly until about two months old. Jumanji is too scary to be a kid's movie. Demolition Man is one of the greatest movies ever made. No one needs to drink cow's milk. Shaving cream doesn't do anything. Um, I'm... <laughs> It doesn't. I don't use it anymore. <laughs> you, should put this in a time, you should put this in a time capsule, actually, yeah. and see what you think in, like, 30 years. I'm mostly for switching to the metric system, but Fahrenheit is a better measure of temperature than Celsius. I need to know why. Because it's just a more... I mean, Celsius is great because, it's like, zero is freezing, 100 is boiling. Yeah. That I get. But when you were describing how hot a day is... Saying it's 100 degrees is a lot better than saying it's 35. Okay. I would argue that's what you're used to. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) maybe this is something I should be embarrassed about. I just think it's like, it's like 100 damn degrees out is like just, uh, oh yeah, I get it. That's hot. Better than Cheerio, it's 35, Gov. Exactly. Yeah. So those are my embarrassing slash hot takes, whatever they are. I loved it. All right, folks at home, if you have embarrassing opinions you want to send us, go ahead and send it to 
our Twitter, that's at Whiskey Sessions, or our email, whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. We'll read it on a future episode, but we've got to get to your emails for this episode. So let's get to it. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right. I've got an email that says, Hello! Love the baseball food pod. What are your thoughts on Albert Pujols getting to 700 home runs? And this is from Ship in Carbondale, Illinois. I gotta say, when I saw that he got to 700 home runs, I uh, did not know Albert Pujols was still playing baseball and almost can't freaking believe that he is still playing baseball. Yeah. Especially because there was controversy about him being like three or four years older than he said he was when he was a rookie with the Cardinals. <laughs> I didn't know about that, but like, how old is he? He's in his just, early 40, like 43. I think of him and like Vladimir Guerrero as like similar in my mind in terms of like yeah. when they played. And now I know Vladimir Guerrero has a son who's yeah. a good player. So, when my brain thinks that Albert Pujols is still in the league, I'm like, what? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Still, still hitting dingers. Yeah. He had, I think he's had 15 in the second half this year after like years of not being as good anymore. He just went nuts. And I, and I would answer this question by saying at first I used to have a negative opinion of Albert Pujols because he was kind of a douchebag a little bit mm-hmm. with the Cardinals. And his first run of dominance, he was known as like, just kind of unpleasant. But he, when I watched the video of him hitting his 700th home run, he was so happy. If you watch it, he's smiling. The biggest smile I've ever seen the whole way around the, the bases. It just looked like so much fun. I was like, okay, that's great. Good for you, man. Like, like why am I a hater? Effect a little bit. Yeah. Like Ken Griffey Jr. I think was, was kind of a jerk when he was coming up. Uh, well, I love him though. Yeah. I'm, I'm Once you see his swing, how could you, it doesn't matter what he does. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else we got in the old email inbox? Uh, dear whiskey sessions, I always thought hot takes referred to being handed something hot. I was hoping to hear about the different things you could be handed that were hot, such as potato, bowl of soup, flaming log, etc. Please be more considerate next time. Yours truly, Denise from South Dakota. I I understand this opinion. I'm, I'm also concerned because I don't, I've never been handed a flaming log. So I, I wonder what's going on in South Dakota that Denise is being handed flaming logs. Yeah. That's don't, you know, don't take them. You don't have to take everything that's handed to you. Exactly. You could be like, no, put that log down. Yeah. Be careful out there. Denise. Put it down before you light it next time. Yeah. I am. Uh, I feel like I have a really high tolerance for hot, hot things that I'm both holding and eating like much higher than anyone else in my family. So I'm a really bad barometer of food is too hot or not mm-hmm. something I got to work. On. A couple yeah, I remember. Of times I've like given food to Elena and she's been like, Whoa, this is too hot. I'm like, Oh, is it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bad parenting. Uh, well, Hey, live and learn. Yep. Uh, all right. If you got an email to send to us again, that's whiskey sessions, music, at gmail.com. Go ahead and send it there. We'll read it on a future episode. But that is it for the embarrassing opinions episode. Do you have any words of wisdom to leave our listeners with? Um, you know, just uh, keep being embarrassed. 
keep being embarrassed. The older you get, the more embarrassed you should be. Right. Exactly. I'm always like wondering with, with like really older people, like in their seventies and eighties, still get embarrassed by things. Like, why would you ever be embarrassed by anything? Uh, yeah, I feel like at a certain point, it's just like whatever. Yeah, I've I've done like it. I have already reached that. I'm going to be. My kids are going to like hate how I act. <laughs> Uh, this goes in the time capsule with the with the list. Yeah. Uh, all right. Until next time, this is Amen. Saying peace out. And be saying bye. bye.